Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. There is a world between our world and the world of the dead. The underworld. One man walks the banks of both sides, bringing justice from beyond the grave, from beyond the river Styx. Styx, Episode 1, The Black Rose. August. It's rained for three days, but never gets any cooler. Never washes the stink off the city. Murder, kidnapping, corruption. I'm a P.I. A very particular kind of P.I. One with scars and a wheelchair. I have an office on the shit side of town with my assistant, True Godwin. And the only other tenant who can stand my company. (coughs) Cheers to you, Sphinx. Ugh! What the hell? True! True! Get in here! Will please be too much to ask? True? Are you trying to kill me? Not hard enough, apparently. There's pulp in my orange juice. Smells more like vodka. Well, I didn't choke on vodka, did I? Feel free to wheel down to the corner store and pick out your own damn juice. But after you meet the client in the waiting room. It's too early for clients. It's never too early to build them. We're behind on the rent. Again. As long as it's not another loon looking for Elvis. I wish. Those loons pay. This one looks serious. How did a serious client find us? Just pop a Brett Mint. I'll exchange a screwdriver for a coffee. And Blake, show your friend the window. It's storming. Besides, they say cats are guardians of the underworld. They also have fleas. I'll send in the lady. Her name is Hattie Forster. I try to keep a low profile, and for good reason. But mostly, I just want to be left alone. Problem is, my sad sack energy keeps drawing other sad sacks my way. For some reason, I keep helping them. Might as well get paid for it. I just have to keep my methods quiet. But the minute Hattie Forster sat across from me, looking at me with lie detector brown eyes, I had a funny feeling that was about to get trickier than usual. Welcome to Stick Detective Agency, Miss Foster. Have a seat. You're Mr. Wayman. Mr. Blake Wayman? Not what you were expecting. No. It's just the rumors I've heard about you. Like you can move mountains. Too tough to move mountains from a wheelchair? I'm sorry, Mr. Wayman. Let me start over. I'm Hattie Foster. I'm a reporter at the Journal. I'm here about my sister. Is she missing? No. She was murdered. Miss Foster, I'm not exactly sure what rumors you heard. That you're my last hope to get justice. Lady, I only used to be a cop. Now I'm just a P.I. I specialize in finding things. Information, mostly. Sometimes missing heirlooms, hidden safety deposit boxes, the occasional missing body. But I don't solve crimes anymore. That's for police. I've already been to the police. They've written it off as a suicide. You're sure that's not what it was? You didn't know my sister. She was on a mission. She thought she could change the city. A freshly minted lawyer off to fight the good fight at the DA's office. Wait, Lori Foster? That's your sister? The story was in all the papers. The story they want you to believe. They? The people who murdered her. Your sister's body was found on the sidewalk directly below her office. No sign of a struggle. Yes, but... She'd been under strain and seeing a therapist. I know. And she left a note. Someone left a note. Miss Foster, Hattie... 
I know what it's like to lose someone. But to call a death a murder, you need at least one or two clues that point in that direction. I have three, Mr. Wayman. First, my sister's office is only on the fifth floor. Not nearly high enough to kill her the way it did. But four floors up is D.A. Wagner's office, and only D.A. Wagner's security card opens his door. That's a hell of an accusation. The D.A. and his wife said in the paper that Lori had become like family to them. They sounded devastated. That's where the second clue comes in. A week before she died, my sister called me. That was out of the ordinary? Lori and I were close when we were kids, but we'd grown apart. I didn't answer the call. She left a message. Lori said she'd stumbled onto something. Something big. Something that'd blow the lid off this town. Maybe it was a new chili recipe. Don't mock me, Mr. Wayman. Or Lori. I'll never forgive myself for not answering that call. So you think this something was dirt on the DA? And he killed her for it? This third clue would better be a bunker buster. When my sister's body was found, all that was in her pockets was her smashed phone, her keys, and a book of matches. Laurie didn't smoke. That's the third clue. Not the matches, Mr. Wayman. What was on the inside flap? Look. It's a drawing. Some kind of symbol. I think Laurie drew it. It looks like... A rose. A black rose. You've seen that symbol before, haven't you? Maybe. Once. A lifetime ago. She left the job undone. It hasn't been long. She could be there. Who could be where? What are you talking about? All right, Miss Foster. I'll take the case. Just like that, you believe me? I don't know what to believe. Yet. But I'm willing to dig. So if you'll excuse me, I'll get started. You don't need anything else? One other thing. A question that only you and your sister know the answer to. Just the question, not the answer. You're a strange man, Mr. Wayman. The question, please. All right. What was the last thing a mother said to us before she left? That will do. When will I hear from you? When you hear from me. Good day, Miss Foster. Good day, Mr. Wayman. I smell trouble. What is it, Blake? This symbol. The black rose. I need to know what it means. Blake, I've seen that look on your face before. Does this have something to do with what happened to you? To you and Elise? I'm not sure. Are you going under? Get the ice, True. I need to talk to Lori Foster. Hattie's question was a fair one. How does a man in a wheelchair find things no one else can find? It's easy. He asks people no one else can ask. See, the day I got this wheelchair and these scars, I died. I went to the place where dead people go. I just didn't stay. And somehow, when I need to, I can go back. All it takes is a tub of ice water, a syringe of propanol, and true to watch over me. I don't like the size of these doses. Don't worry, Mother. I'll be home for dinner. I am not your mother, and you are definitely not invited to dinner. What do you need me for when you got him? Sphinx lacks the opposable thumbs needed for this next part. Ready or not, here it comes. Shouldn't take too long. Your heartbeat's starting to slow. I'll set the timer. 
Blake? Yeah. Don't stay in there too long. I never do. Sometimes I'm afraid that you don't want to come back. I have to. Who else would feed the cat? That light you see when you die, it's not the end of a tunnel. It's a river, like in the old myths, between the world up top and the world of the dead. The underworld. The river sticks. When I go, it feels like sinking. A tide pulls me from my body. Then I'm falling. Then I land. The underworld is a city. Skyscrapers, bars, trains, and souls. Millions of them. Walking and talking. I walk among them. Here, they're the pale and scarred ones. I've got my legs. No old damage. But I'm still an outsider. Underworld City has rules, just like our world. But the rules don't apply to the living. Here, I'm the ghost. Most times it's best for me to blend in. So I wade through the crowds, head down, face behind the collar of my coat. I make my way to the dodgy side of town, near the old and decrepit piers, where a man sits on a corner bench with dark glasses on his face and an empty cup in his hand. Is it strange that a blind beggar saved my life in the land of the dead? Maybe, but it's true. He was the one who showed me the ropes in Underworld City. Steps light as a feather, the footfalls of a ghost. Welcome back, Detective. Conrad, how are the sharpest ears in Underworld City? Always listening. And? The usual sad song of souls, chasing mirages in the desert, the clink of coins hitting the street after the fade. But every once in a while, the sound of a soul at peace headed down the river. You still haven't told me what is down the river. One lesson at a time. A woman came to see me. The world tells her her sister committed suicide. She says it's murder. You don't do murders, P.I. Her sister had a clue in her pocket. A picture drawn on a matchbook. A black rose. So, are you down here for the woman's mystery? Or for yours? Maybe both. Pick it old scabs and all they do is bleed. Leave this one alone. This girl, she was a lawyer. A crusader. Someone who left Earth with a job undone. And wasn't it you who extolled me to do some good with this gift of mine in the first place? Just don't say I didn't warn you. What about the sister? Were they close? Estranged. Her death brought them back together. She may still be here. There's only one problem. I hear one of the gangsters has gotten proactive of late. Kidnapping newcomers right off the boat, shaking them down for the fade, collecting their coins. He's been busy. Your Vic may have already been rounded up. The boatman can't be too happy about that. It's hard to know what the boatman don't see. And what he lets go. Who drives this welcome wagon? The word is... Lupo. Why is it always the biggest assholes at the worst times? Maybe it's karma. Is that real too? You got a lot to learn, Wayman. See you around, old man. See you around, detective. There's only two ways out of the underworld once you're a resident. The first is the fade. Souls stuck in the city left things undone up top. Didn't make enough dough? Down here, they mindlessly go to a job. Didn't fall in love? Chase pretty faces in the streets. The trick is, in underworld, the jobs don't pay. The sex don't satisfy. Souls burn themselves out chasing their tails, then fade away until all that's left of them is their coin. 
Yeah, that part's true, too. Everyone arrives with two coins. One for the boatman, the guy who runs this place, and one to keep. But every once in a while, a soul comes to peace with the life that they lived on Earth. Accepts it. That soul doesn't fade. They get swept up in the river again, taken to whatever lies beyond. Guys like Lupo aren't into that. They like the fade. Profit off it. It's fitting Lupo lives in a casino. Burns like a fire in the fog that forever shrouds the city. Hot dice! Hot dice Place over here! Place your bets! Right up, sir. Make some good scratch here. Why don't you come back with me, big boy? Hey, pal, this area is restricted. Why don't you find a table or a girl? I'm looking for Lupo. Never heard of him. Maybe you don't hear so good. If you know what's good for you, pal, you won't make me get rough. You might be dead, but you can still get hurt. You? Get rough with me? What the hell? What's happening to you? Hey, hey, don't touch me! Let go! Let go! Oh shit, it's you, isn't it? The Wraith. Where's Lupo? At the table in the back in the restaurant. Don't fake me, man! Thanks for the tip, pal. I told you, the rules don't apply to me down there. I'm a ghost. A wraith. When I get mad, I get scary. Cloaked in black shadow like some kind of demon. Just the sight of me is enough to get the truth from the hottest of souls. And some souls are hotter than others. Lupo. He still sports the smile of a scar across his fat throat. Sometimes I envy whoever had the pleasure of giving it to him. Well, well, well. If it ain't my favorite undead detective. Lupo. From the sound of things outside, you went all poltergeist on my guy. He'll live. Funny. Do I look like I'm joking? So, what is it this time? Some greedy grandpa buried his grandkids' inheritance? I'm looking for someone who was murdered up top. Careful, Detective Wraith. The boatman can abide a trespasser or two, as long as said trespasser ain't stirring the pot. If he comes for you, you're tough. But you? Ain't that tough. You a snitch, Lupo? I'm a businessman. Souls come here looking for the good time they missed out on up top. I help him find it. And get them so hooked on that good time they fade in no time. Then you keep the coin. It ain't like I can put a gun to their heads. You got something to ask me or what, detective? Look at this picture. The girl. You have her or not? What's in it for me? I don't beat you until you fade from the agony. <laughs> don't you got it figured out by now? Even after a soul fades, the coins got weight. It holds you here. You know how many coins I got in my vault? You can't scare me, ghost man. I ain't never gonna fade. Boys, get in here. I got a lot of muscle, detective. You got time to go through all of us? One of these days, I'm gonna test the limits of your wealth, Lupo. One of these days, you're gonna take the sink, and it's gonna keep. Then, you're not gonna be some demon of vengeance. You're gonna be stuck here, just another little dead fish in my pond. We'll see how tough you are then, Wraith. Yeah, see you around, Lupo. I could have spent all night beating the hell out of Lupo's guys. Might have even enjoyed it, but I didn't have all night. Crossing the river when you don't belong is like holding your breath, 
Hold it too long and it's forever. I was on the clock. The Lupo overplayed his hand. If he'd never seen Laurie, he wouldn't have bothered with the big boss act. She was there. But she wasn't the one to get addicted to the casino. He was holding her. Lupo knew I was tough, but he hadn't seen all my tricks. I'm a ghost down there, remember? I can break all kind of rules. I dropped to the floor like it was smoke into some kind of basement. Sure enough, there was a vault big enough for Cretius. I was tempted to see just how full it was, but I clocked another door down the hall, this one with a guard. I slid through the wall before he spotted me. I found her, bound and gagged. Easy there, I got you. You Lori? Lori Foster? <coughs> yeah, that's my name. Lori. How did I get here? Where is this? Do you remember anything? There was water. Russian. Then I was fallen. Then there was a man in a boat. My God, where is this? It's all right, it's all right. You're still confused, that's normal. Uh, let's get you out of here. There are others. After the boat left us, men came and took us. Can't do anything for them. Lupo's got his hooks in them. Wait here. What the hell? Surprise, asshole! All right, Laurie, stay close. Follow me. This city, I don't recognize it. You wouldn't. No one does. Before the river, I was in an office. Then I was fallen. I... I died, didn't I? Yes, you did. This ain't heaven. It can't be heaven. My God, am I in No, not there. This is like a place between. I can't be dead. I can't be dead. Calm down. Sit on this bench. Take a deep breath. Breathe. It takes a while. It always does. But eventually, every soul accepts the fact that they're on the other side. By the time Lori did, my time was short. I needed to get her talking. Is it always night here? The only light comes from the river. It glows. Like the stars. I shouldn't be here. Not yet. I know. I was murdered. That's why I'm here. Hattie sent me. Hattie? Hattie! My sister! I called her! Yes, you wanted to tell her something. Something important. Do you remember what it was? How do I know you're not lying? That you're not like one of the casino men? I asked your sister for a question. One only you would know the answer to. She asked you what your mother said to you before she left. A mother? That's right, she left. She said, all you'll have now is each other. What was it you wanted to tell Hattie? I found something I wasn't supposed to find. A book, a ledger. No one realized what it was. It was in a stack of evidence for someone we were prosecuting. Who? Bruno Paloma. The con man? Yes, but it wasn't what he was earning. It's what he was paying. A cut to someone. Information. Information about who? Judges, cops, politicians. Leverage. Who was Paloma handing this over to? Who was given the jobs? There was no name, only a title. The executive. You also had something in your pocket. A drawing on a matchbook. The Black Rose. It was in the ledger. I'd seen it somewhere before. I couldn't remember. Not until it was too late. 
Too late? I didn't know who to trust. I called Hattie, but she hadn't called me back. So I took a chance. You met someone at the DA's office? Yes, but I was tricked. He threw you out the window. He? No, not the DA. She took me by surprise. She? The window was open. I turned my back. I heard her in my ear. Admias bonum. is Latin for the greater good. She pushed me. Oh, God. All the way down, all, all I could think about was Hattie. To see her one last time. Hattie was devastated. She hated herself for not calling you. Sir, when you go back, could you tell her something for me? Yeah. Tell her I'm sorry. I was wrong to go at life alone. It made me weaker, not stronger. I needed her. Will you tell her that? She needed you too. She sees that now. Thank God she does. Oh, Hattie. Wait. Oh no, not yet. What's this light? I can feel it. Can you feel it pulling me? The river. It's taken me. Not yet. You haven't finished the task yet. Who was the woman who pushed you? I can't hang on. It's taken me. The rose. Where else did you see the rose? Someone. Someone I saw. I'm sorry. I have to go. But the job's not done. You can't go. I, I have to know about the rose. No! An echo was all that was left of Lori Foster. And breadcrumbs all that was left for me. She, Lori said. She had caught her by surprise. Someone she'd trusted enough to share this secret with. Someone she'd trusted enough to turn her back on. Someone who must have felt like family. Someone who would have said how sad she was to see Lori gone. I didn't have much time. I needed to get back to my broken body. I needed to get back to the world of the living. Hello? Sophie Wagner? Yes? Sophie Wagner, the DA's wife? Who is this? How was dinner? The salmon crostini looked particularly tasty. Were you following me? I couldn't help but notice your ring, Sophie. The one on your pinky. The one emblazoned with a black rose. You have no idea who you're messing with. Sure I do. I'm messing with a woman willing to push a girl out of a window because she found the truth. That girl committed suicide. Ad Myas Bonum. What did you say? Lori Foster says hello, Sophie. Who are you? I'm the one who walks with the dead. I know what you did. And justice is coming for you. This side of the river or the next. Why would the DA's wife kill my sister? Your sister discovered a ledger belonging to a con man named Bruno Paloma. Paloma was in the employ of a secret society, the Black Rose. A secret society? I did some digging. Sophie Wagner is the reason her husband was elected to office. His campaign was floundering until she came along. Sophie came for money. It was her cash that got him over the finish line. You're saying all that was planned? To put someone who could be controlled in office. Sophie Wagner is a member of the Black Rose, but not its head. Then who? I don't know. But Sophie's scared now. She knows someone's onto her. If we watch her, she can lead us to the next breadcrumb. We? I thought you wanted to help finish what your sister started. 
I want to find the truth, not chase crazy conspiracies. Now you'll only have each other. What? What did you say? Your mother's last words to you and your sister. How do you... My god, it can't be. Lori was sorry, Hattie. Sorry you grew apart. Finding out you felt the same was what gave her peace. You can't know that. But I do. I talked to her. Your sister's at peace now, and we know who her killer is. But the job's not done. What am I supposed to do with this? Write a story about how I hired a detective who can speak to the dead? Keep digging with me. Find the Black Rose, then send them screaming to the grave. But someone needs to tell the city. A reporter could do that. Okay. For Lori. I'll see where this goes. You look tired, Mr. Wayman. Dead tired. Get some rest. I'll keep an eye on Sophie Wagner. When will I hear from you? When you hear from me. Good day, Mr. Wayman. She left with a swagger. I like that. She was tough and needed to be. We were just opening this can of worms, and I had a feeling there was a serpent waiting for us at the bottom. I just didn't know how big. But that snake didn't know who was coming for him either. I was. In this world, or the next. Sticks is written, directed, and produced by Matt Rainey. Sound editing, sound mix, and music score by Matt Branseth. Performed by Brian O'Sullivan, Jen McGurk, Sharon Angela, John Lacey, Alexi Capiello, Alan Smith, Patrick Tutera, Matt Branseth. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.